Hello and welcome to Relationship Goals Question Mark. I am Dan Zackham. Hi, I'm Amber Zackham. Wow, so much more energy than you had 20 seconds ago. Listen, I give the people what they want. I am a true consummate professional. Yeah, truer words, I guess, have never been spoken from you. That's true. Hi, everyone. Um, Even though you didn't know we were missing, we've been missing because we've been on vacation. Woo! We just got back. And we were going to record while we were there. and It just never happened. We never made the time to do it. Nope. We tried. I mean, we talked about it once or twice, but. It just gets hard when you're on vacation to take time out to sit and talk about your relationship problems. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean. We're back. We're back, even though we never left, according to you guys. And we're coming to the end of season two already. Can you believe that? It's crazy. We literally, we usually record until the last week of September. So, you know, just depending on how our schedule works out, we really only have like maybe eight more episodes left of the season. It's coming to a close. One wild. book and then into a new one, hopefully. So wild, wild. It's Leo season now. Hell yeah, it is. Bring it on. Best time of the year. If you're not a Leo, then who the fuck are you? I guess you're no one. Exactly. You're not a Leo, that's for sure. I mean, Leo season's the best time of the year. It's Christmas of the summer. Yeah, Christmas of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> You prefer Thanksgiving, though. That's true, I do. Thanksgiving of the summer, somehow? It's the Thanksgiving of the summer, for sure. Yeah. But Any other any other news? Uh, no. I think let's talk, about, let's talk about our trip to Europe. Yeah, that's the uh, topic tonight. We just got you- back from eight days, and uh, we're going to just talk about our vacation and chat with you guys about... You know, the struggles of traveling and being together and being in a relationship. (laughs) I mean, travel, you did fantastic this time. You were the best you've ever been on those flights. Yeah, because mama was popping zannies. Yeah, mama was popping zannies. Yeah, that is... uh, Finally found found something that worked. (laughs) I I do want to say, though, people made it seem like it was a miracle fix. And I would say I felt 75% better. You you were a little out of it on the way home. I'm not yeah. there was a second or two that you were pretty zonked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I just feel like and I I mean I it's leaps and bounds better. I'm not complaining at all. I just wish people wouldn't have like overhyped it so much. Under promise over deliver. People don't do that, you know. Especially you. I didn't. I didn't but, say anything about it. Oh, in general, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where you were going with that. But yeah, so we uh, we did a Uniworld Castles Along the Rhine tour from Basel, Switzerland to Amsterdam, and uh, I guess I'm gonna just like tell you guys where we went, just to like give you a little background. Um, like I said, we started in. Switzerland in Basel and then we went um, for a day two to um, Breisach and Freiburg which 
is in Germany, but we actually spent the day in the Alsatian villages of France. And then day three, we were in Kiel. I think that's how you say it mm-hmm. in Germany. And then on the other side of the Rhine is Strasbourg, France. So we did both cities that day. Day four, we were in Mannheim, Germany, and some people went into Spire, Germany, but we did not. And then day five and six got a little bit jumbled because the Rhine is very low right now because of the extreme temperatures in Europe. So we were in Rudesheim and we were supposed to go to Bopard, but instead we went right on to Koblenz, both in Germany, both very lovely. Our final like real day was in Cologne, and then uh, we docked in Amsterdam, where we immediately flew home, essentially. Um, what would you say were some of your highlights from taking this kind of trip, doing it with you know family? Give me, was, give me your breakdown. Yeah, I was going to say, first off, I don't know if we mentioned who we went with, but we went with Amber's sisters and her sister Libby's boyfriend, Savile. So... The Amber side of the family, definitely a great crew to travel with. Um, to be honest, I didn't know I didn't know how the little ones were going to be, as we were calling them on the trip. I didn't know how they were going to be traveling. And, and surprisingly, they were both fantastic. No, no issues with them traveling at all. So yeah, I think one thing you learn as an adult and you take trips with people is that there are some people in your life you just cannot travel with because they are just not your same style of travel. Uh, And then there are other people that you very easily can travel with. And I would say that all three of my sisters in Savile all fit into that very easy to travel with category. Yeah, they definitely passed the test there. Um, Well, guys, we are going on a family vacation with Danny's family. So we'll do do another episode. (laughs) We'll fill you in on that. Yeah, we'll let you know how that goes as well. but I guess like where I wanted to start, like people were asking me a lot in the when I was back at work for the for the first day um, today, and people were just asking me like, "What was my favorite things?" First off, the people were surprised at how much I liked the food, the food and I was fantastic. just telling people that like river cruising is so much different than ocean cruising, and like the quality of the food, like I like it was like the equivalent of like five star dining. I mean, like the in the way the staff took care of us. Um, I, I just like the wine fact that they said, like, we were on the last day, like 700 something bottles of wine deep on the boat. And obviously the last day that probably went up. So, well, um, I, I mean, you just can't, you really can't compete when you have, um, like like Cordon Bleu trained chefs, you have a sommelier on board, you have, you know, there's so many positions dedicated to such niche things and i mean how are you not getting an elevated experience when that happens this isn't a fucking royal caribbean cruise we're not like sailing with three thousand children this is a very different experience and it's 100 120 people on board and about 60 staff members so every single staff you know every single person is you know only being taken care of by essentially two staff, uh, you know, one staff member for every two people, which is wildly different experience. Yeah. And I mean, what we, we got asked by five to 10 groups, all the same question. Why are you on this trip? Like, 
how did you choose this trip? And I, I mean, I found it hilarious that people were so baffled by our, our group when we weren't the youngest, like Tilly was not the youngest person on the boat either. Yeah. I think it was more surprising to see an entire group of young people though, as opposed to like the other people that were young on board were with parents or grandparents and it was literally like one person, one kid with a set of parents or two kids with a set of parents. It wasn't like it was a gr- there were no other groups that were as young as us that went all together. Right. And another thing I, I think that played into that is that we didn't give a shit and we all kind of just brought it and just went extra and just kind of just went all for it. And it was fun. I mean, everything we did was extra. We all had like three outfit changes a day we were taking photos with tripods like we were like non-stop yeah it was all over the place but it was fun I mean every every city had its own thing and every city I mean every city was amazing yeah Um, I, I loved it I think that it's a really easy way to travel, especially with a group, especially with a family of people of different ages. Like Danny said, the food and the staff were amazing. Um, even though river cruising is expensive, you can definitely wait for deals. They, t- they do a lot of deals. Um, it's actually very, very cheap once you're, you know, you've paid for the trip. Like it, it, we spent like $500 in eight days, like total. And we didn't even have to. It was literally just like we went out to a couple meals and, you know, we did extra tipping and like that, that was it. And so it's, it's very cost effective, it, you know, once it's paid for kind of like an all inclusive. Yeah, we didn't. That was the nice thing. Like, I mean, we could have went out and spent more money, but we, we were pretty dialed in and we didn't spend a lot of money off the boat, which which was, which was really nice to come back to. Um, when the food is good and the drinks are free, how, how do you, how do you compete with that? You, you really can't. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I think one of the big things that you have to think about on one of those trips too, is when you're doing that many like cities in that many days is it is it's quick turnarounds. Like I, I know one thing we talked about is wishing we had a little more time in some of those cities, just because some of those cities did have a lot a lot to experience and maybe you can't see it all in a day yeah Um, that was definitely part of my like I'm calling it my low lights um not enough time in the ports I think that they could have skipped like two full days in the smaller cities and given some overnights in some of the ports what do you think the percentage was of people or time on at time at cities versus time on the boat I mean, it's, you're, you're definitely on the boat more because you're, you know, we're doing most of our meals on the boat. They're sailing. Like, I don't know what the split is, but like you're getting usually like most of the day in a port, but then the whole rest of the, you know, maybe late afternoon, early evening through the night, you're, you know, on the boat. So right. And I would say um, a third of your time is maybe spent off the boat. Yeah. And I think something that played into our favor is, I mean, we were with a close-knit group, so we didn't, like, if we were on the boat and traveling, like, we didn't mind that much just because, like, we were with, like, our group the entire time anyway, so it didn't really matter what we were doing, I guess. Mm -hmm. But that plays into my point, too. We've done a riverboat 
cruise before with just Amber and I, and it is vastly different when you have a group versus just two people. And that experience too is, is very different. And I would much, much rather, I think, have a group than maybe just have it you and me. Yeah. I don't think I would ever do it just you and me ever again. I think it it definitely takes a group to give it the like major benefits that it has. Um, Unless we were doing like cities, uh, like like an add-on or something when it was or just you and me but like not the boat itself yeah I just feel like I don't need to see that many cities when I travel like I'm fine with seeing like one to two cities so like I don't know that I really benefit from all of the all of the different ports um I also don't like that it's not really explained that well that like the first day and the last day you're actually not really in those cities you're just getting on a boat and leaving and then getting off the boat and leaving so like if you want to experience this the city on the first day and the city on the last day you have to do a pre-night and a post night and i just don't think that's explained that well no and a lot of people were doing like three nights in amsterdam um which i was shocked how many people were even saying longer than that and doing even like a full week in amsterdam afterwards some um, people go like directly to another river cruise yeah and that that's what definitely what it sounded like uh and i mean we hopped off the boat at 5 a.m to go do our rush tour of amsterdam which was still fun it was cool that like no one was really out like just a couple people were out and we were just bumbling around amsterdam trying to find Anne frank's house but um, the amount of people that have um (laughs) commented on what chloe was wearing that morning at 5 a.m in amsterdam compared to what me and tilly had on is just hilarious i i i didn't see those yeah you did you were with us well no i saw what she was wearing i didn't see all the comments oh no they've been made directly to me (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah that makes sense if you yeah if you haven't um if you haven't seen it you can go check my trip highlights on my Instagram, and you'll know when you come across it. You'll see it. You'll see it. <laughs> she was dressed for the occasion. Yes, she was. We gave um, her two. We gave her two. We gave. Was it Tilly or her a choice on where we wanted to go while we were there? What do you mean? Because we were either going to go to Anne Frank's house or we were going to go to the red light district. Oh yeah, that was Tilly. <laughs> I mean, I like being Frank. able to see Anne Frank's house and like. It's wild that it's just like chilling in the, you know, middle of, middle the, of city. the city, just and casually, just like casually I mean, with a big museum next to it now. Wild. But I feel like we had such a fun time together. My sisters and I have not spent that much time together since I lived home in 2010. Um, Chloe's about to move to Florida. Tilly's about to be a junior in high school. Libby and Savile are staying in Las Vegas. So I just feel like it was a really important trip for us. Um, I think overall it's such a great tour style for families and like smaller groups like we had. And I just think like good for everything anyone wants to do. If you have a group of people that want to do like different things and have options to, you know, be active or take a nap in the afternoon or go shopping or go see something to do with history. Like it's just, a really good way to kind of encompass an entire group's wants and needs during a trip. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, that was nice that it was, like, easy if, like, two people wanted to go do one thing. Um, it, no one made a real fuss about anything, which was which was really nice. Um, and I think that's, like, I mean, part of that's, like, a test. I think we didn't say it enough. Like, the staff on that boat was phenomenal. Uh, Truly, like, unparalleled. Yeah, they, they really went above and beyond to make sure that we were uh, – taken care of so 100 and i'm sure they liked us because we were young yeah i agree i also feel like i'm my best self in europe i feel like i thrive there i love your german was on point everybody let me tell you she got she got to get her german out a little bit i was very i well i i have on here my peak and my pit that i feel like we'll talk about but i was very excited to have the reactions you guys gave me about me using my German. Uh, I think there was like multiple people's like peaks was like either getting to listen. I know Tilly was so happy that she got to listen to you speak German. (laughs) And my German's terrible. So like, (laughs) I'm so glad that you guys were so utterly impressed. But let me tell you, French is a whole nother, France is a whole nother experience. They, uh, they don't lean into anything. They don't. They don't give you give it to you easy. Like even water was really was hard to order. Yeah, we don't know how to say. It. <laughs> Someone can tell us how to pronounce water in French. That like yeah, we know it's spelled E A U, but how the fuck do you pronounce that? And how do you say <laughs> one water? Uh, uh. <laughs> no clue. Like, no hello, clue. in German, it's Einwasser. That's very simple. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That, I, that, <laughs> that, that was tough. France was definitely tough with that. Well, on, on that note, I just need to say that I have such a soft spot for Germany. I love German people, the food, the beer, the wine, obviously the, the language. Holy crap, the castles. It's just a country that really holds a special place for me. Um, and I feel like the entire time we were there, we just kept saying, why don't we live in Europe? I know. And we were all saying that's just like the way like Europeans live is just like so much easier. It just seems so much easier. Everyone's so, so much more laid back. Doesn't seem like anyone works. I don't know if it's just because that's summer there, but. It's a very different way of life and just like a lot of different priorities than there are here in the United States. Yeah, for sure. But their priorities seem spot on. Beer and pretzels. Beer and pretzels. Beer and pretzels. But just because we're in our favorite place doesn't mean that all of our issues went away. No, we. I was still a complete dick once or twice, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about it. And I've I've looked back, and it's not about me trying to do stuff anymore. I just need to do it. So. Danny does not handle stress well, and well, there are times my stress gets to me, and yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for me, I tend to go inward with my stress, and you were going way, way outward, and I feel like you were lashing out, and a major part for me is that I obviously don't want my family to see you at your worst, because I want them to like only see you at your best, which I know is not possible and that's not real, but like, that's definitely something that's hard for me is like, you don't want 
the people that you love the most to see your partner's like worst version of themselves. Right. And there was, it was like a good 10 minutes when I, when I was definitely not my best self and I, I feel bad about it. So. But that being said, obviously, if you can't be the worst in front of your family, who can you be the worst in front of? That is also true. What did I do that drove you crazy on this trip? Mm, nothing really. You're so full of shit. People live. No, nothing, really be- no, nothing really because, like, if it was just you and me, it would always be, like, the walking. Like, we walked so far apart. But, like, Libby was with us, so we could, like, always pace people out. So that was never an issue. Wait, so it drives you crazy that I don't walk as fast as you? Well, sometimes. That's what gets brought up a lot of times every time we're together. You're the red flag. You shouldn't be walking. I know. And I'm trying to slow down, but it wasn't an issue. But there were no issues. You were great. Like you said, you're your best self. Like, you're great when you're here. How could you be... I always ask, how could you be a better version of yourself? European Amber. You're literally the worst. People always think I just have so many complaints about you and you have none about me. But you just save them for when we're off the episode. <laughs> I have nothing to say. You you were great. Good bunk, mate. You are such a fucking liar, Camille. <laughs> Not lying. Yeah, okay. I mean, I feel like we kind of already talked about this, but let's talk about our peak and pit. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. My peak was your family, 100%. Just getting to be with your family and travel with them and get to, like, hang, like, just very, your your sisters, your youngest sisters are just, like, little adults. And it was funny, like, listening to Tilly order, like, a drink from the bartender. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. But your that was for sure the peak was your family. The pit, uh, I still just not enough time, just not enough time in like Switzerland or Amsterdam in the end. Yeah. Plus our plus our lug, I mean the luggage debacle worked out. Like that would have been a huge pit, obviously, if that didn't work out. Well, but, you obviously need to explain this because people don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so so I don't know if you've heard, but International travel, especially to uh, Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam, has been a complete nightmare. And bags, especially, have been a nightmare going in and out of there. So we had a luggage debacle, and we showed up to Switzerland after our our flight from Amsterdam, and our bags were nowhere to be found. And just between that and a complete miscommunication between the airport rep and the boat, um, we were definitely on edge if we were going to have our luggage in time for sailing. Yeah, and it was definitely my pit. Like, even though we ended up getting our luggage, it was just a very stressful day. And we had to literally run through the Amsterdam airport. We had we landed 25 minutes before our flight took off. We had to get a full mile through the airport and get through customs and we did it in 21 minutes and the fastest we've ever done it for sure can't even comprehend how it was possible but it was and we made it and our luggage made it so it's not the worst pit to have you know happened um 
but I would say my peak was definitely getting to speak German with you guys and for you to be able to experience just a little more of why I love Germany so much. Yeah, that, I mean, every time we're in Germany, I just know how special it is to you and you do seem your best self and you're around your people. <laughs> Between that and Ireland, I guess, I, I suppose, because I know both those places hold a different but special place for you, so. That's true. Anything so, else you wanted to talk about from our trip? We definitely have the travel bug right now. Um, I may or not resort- have left us a hotel somewhere <laughs> for the spring. Yeah, so who knows? And yeah, we do have one more trip coming up to Puerto Rico or Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, um, which we're going to see how that goes with my family. That will be in season three of Relationship Goals, question mark. Yes. So. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like our summer is still booked full. Danny's about to leave again for a fishing trip. You guys are obviously going to hear this after he's already back, but um, I'm happy to not have anything where I have to leave for a while. That makes me less anxious. Um, but we're, you know, so happy to be back to traveling, so happy to be back to Europe and the dollar to Euro ratio right now is so great. Everything there is so inexpensive. Go to Europe. If you have an opportunity, it's really just a fantastic time to go other than like the airport situation, maybe just bring a carry on. Yeah. Or maybe just don't fly into Amsterdam right now. Yeah. It seems like every airport or it seems like every flight goes through Heathrow or Amsterdam though. And those are like the two airports that are having the issues. Yeah. But, um, but before we uh, end today, um, we're going to do one more Patreon donation um, for the month of August. And so if you joined our Patreon during the month of July, you know, you, um, you all hundred percent of our don- uh, of our um, earnings went to the Texas Equal Access Fund for August. We are going to be donating to the Arena and Kevin McCarthy GoFundMe. This GoFundMe hits close to home, um, literally, as Arena and Kevin were victims of the Highland Park shooting over the Fourth of July weekend, right outside of Chicago. Um, if you don't know this story. Both Arena and Kevin were killed that day. However, their two-year-old son, Aiden, survived and is now being... Ooh, I didn't realize I was going to get emotional. <laughs> um, he's being raised by his grandparents. And according to the GoFundMe, um, Aiden will be cared for by his loving family and he will have a long road ahead of um, to heal, find stability, and ultimately navigate life as an orphan. He is surrounded by... I don't know how I'm going to read this every week of August. (laughs) You guys better join our Patreon this month. (laughs) Um, He is surrounded by a community of friends and extended family that will embrace him with love and any means available to ensure he has everything he needs as he grows on behalf of his family and with their permission. um, I'm quoting this right now, so this isn't me saying it, but it says I am establishing this fundraiser to support him and the caregivers who will be tasked with raising, caring for, and supporting Aiden. (laughs) You got this. You got this. As he and his support system embark on this unexpected journey, thank you for the generosity, kindness, and support. 
So August is obviously a very, um, a very, I guess the word isn't special, but important um, donation. I'll get there. <laughs> um, so if you've been considering joining our Patreon, know that 100% of all of our earnings will go to the arena and Kevin McCarthy GoFundMe. Now you're, you got you had to read that, and it wasn't me because you know I wouldn't make it through that. You're crying over there too. I can see you. Who I, I haven't cried at any of our donations. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you've been considering joining our Patreon, this is a really great month to do that. And um, yeah, I just think it's been so wonderful to be able to give back, even in a small way to to uh you know different charities and organizations that are doing really good and helping yeah. a lot of people especially just between all of the shit that has gone on um this year in our country between shootings and uh women losing their rights and just the struggle for LGBTQ+ plus um, youth and adults as well to have the same rights as cis straight people. It's just all very close to home for me and Danny. And we appreciate anyone that wants to, um, if you'd like to, you know, not join our Patreon and would still like to make a donation, you can definitely um, Venmo us. It's just at Amber Zackham and just put in the notes that it's for our, um, for our August Patreon donation. And uh, anything else, Danny? No, I think you did a fantastic job, and obviously we'll keep we'll keep uh, shouting it out this month. So yeah, I'm not reading that again, so we're gonna have to shorten that for the next couple weeks. <laughs> we'll give you a synopsis next time. I'll just take the recording and plug it in, so I don't have to do it again. There you go. But uh, why don't you give us a little cheers, and we'll see y'all next time. Cheers to uh, cheers to the motherland, as Amber calls it. Go to Germany; it won't it won't leave you disappointed. I I promise you that. And uh, if you go, you'll have a good day. <laughs> have a good fucking day.